Are you ready to level up? I'm Michelle Johnson, a business coach, business owner, corporate manager, wife, mum, and a juggler of all the things. I would love to help you juggle all the things that are important to you. How do you stay calm, in control, and achieve your goals? Join me in the Mindset Corner. Hello, Mindset Corner fans, and welcome to another episode. This week, I'm going to talk to you about how I like to organize myself, and in particular, my weekly planning cycle. So why is planning important? I hear you ask. (laughs) Planning really helps me avoid getting overwhelmed with things. I feel like if I've thought about something up front, then I'm able to make a better decision and I'm able to really know what's coming up for the week in advance and I'm not getting surprised by things. If you're getting surprised by things, you're probably going to be making decisions from the wrong part of your brain. You're going to be thinking from your really primitive brain, like we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, and you're really just going to try and avoid a painful situation or look for what's going to make you feel good or just whatever is the path of least resistance. And that way of thinking is probably not going to get you operating in line with your overall goals and what you want to achieve for the week. If I've planned my week in advance, it means I'm not constantly having to come back to those goals and make sure that what I'm doing is going to get me the right outcome, because I know if I just take all the actions that I already decided on, that I will get the outcome. Another advantage is that it allows me to maintain focus on what I'm doing right now when I have lots of other things on the agenda, but I haven't started them yet. So for example, if I know I have to record a podcast episode, I already have a time set aside to do that. So I'm not spending the whole rest of the week thinking, I must organize the podcast episode. I still need to record that episode. When am I going to do that? I already know that that's locked in for such and such a time on a Tuesday. And then I can make sure that it happens at that time. And I don't have to worry about it any other time in the week. This process is basically setting up for future me to be successful. And oftentimes during the week, I think I'm so glad that I took the time to think about this in advance because now I'm not stressing about things and everything has been allocated the time that it's going to take, which takes a little bit of practice to get right. But over time, you really can anticipate quite a lot of what's going on in your week. So what I like to do is have like an ideal week plan. So that has most of my like standing commitments in it. And then every week it just duplicates automatically in my calendar with recurring appointments. And I don't have to rethink those things every week. Like on a Monday night, I do payroll for the salon business. So I know that in that time block, that's what always happens. And I know that I can meet the deadline and I don't, again, don't have to worry about it. Um, and be constantly thinking and reminding myself that I need to do it. So the way that I come up with my ideal week plan is to look at my annual goals. So I've already decided what's important to me in the big picture. And then each 90 days, I break down my annual goals into actionable steps. So when I come to do my week plan, normally I do this on a Sunday afternoon or a Sunday night. And that's also something that's in my calendar to do my planning. So on Sunday, I look at what I need to do for the week and I already have that ideal week plan in there. So it would already have things like 
making breakfast, pick up and drop off of the kids. Um, and then I go through and I add in anything else that's non-negotiable. So if there's something I need to do for my corporate job, if there's something the kids need to do, like appointments, or if I have other appointments for myself, um, or any previous commitments that I've made for this week, then I take that time on the Sunday to go through and kind of map out the week. And then I have a look at my annual goals in sort of categories and make a block of time to spend on each of those things. So for example, if my annual goal, which it is this year, is to get really fit for a um, caravanning trip, is the weekly outcome of that might be to exercise once a day. So I make sure that my calendar actually reflects that goal. So do I have a slot every day for exercising? Yes. If one of my goals is to work on my relationship with my partner, then I make sure that I have a weekly date night blocked out in my calendar. And that one's actually on a recurring schedule. So again, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to feel guilty about how much time I'm spending with Shane or not spending with Shane because I know that every week that slot is in there and we take the time to have our date night. So the other thing that I do is I block out time in particular categories. So for example, strategic time around a particular business or time for marketing on a business or maybe the payroll and financial side of the business. So it might not be every week, but I will block out times over the month for each of those things to make sure that there is that time spent on the strategy and that I'm not just responding to what's currently going on. You know, when you have time set aside, like, oh, I'm going to work on my business tonight for two hours. And then you get to the end of the two hours and you've really just like checked your email and done some things to make yourself feel busy, but actually you didn't achieve any of the things that are really going to move you forward. That's not what I want. (laughs) So having those um, blocks planned out means that Anytime something needs to be added to my to-do list during the week, I know, okay, I already have time set aside to review my financials. So if my bookkeeper alerts me to something like, oh, what's going on with this? Um, Can you let me know? I just make a note in my payroll and financial block that I need to review that and get back to her. So in that way, my email inbox and my things to-do list are not the boss of me. I make sure that first of all, I take time for my strategic goals and then I add those other tasks in and I try to keep them, keep like tasks together. So when I have a block for payroll and finance, it means I'm kind of in that headspace. I'm logged into zero. I can get all the things that I need and deal with all of those queries together. And that is sometimes referred to as batching. I'm a huge batching nerd. (laughs) I really... I really crave efficiency. I love to be productive and I get really frustrated when I have to keep moving from one thing to something else. So like if I get home, I don't want to be, oh, I just need to pay this bill and then I'll wash two dishes and then I'll get the kids stuff organized for tomorrow and then I'll check the mailbox and then I'll, you know, go put some washing on or something like that. That just feels too frantic to me and I need to combine things together. So for example, I have a block in my calendar every week, which is called home admin. And so on Monday nights, I gather up all of the tasks that are related to home admin and I spend an hour on those things. So during the week, every time we come in and we check the mail, we're just 
leave most of those things in a pile until one day the next week, unless something looks like it's super serious or something like that, or curiosity gets the better of me. But generally, even if I've opened everything, I'm then just leaving it for that block on a Monday night. So that way I'm in that headspace. I'm, I have my credit card out. I have my wallet out to pay bills. And it's not that I'm wasting time during the week. That's the kind of level that I think about. I don't want to be going and getting my wallet and taking it out and sitting at the table and paying one bill and putting my credit card back in and putting my wallet back in my bag seven days a week because I can just do that once. So I really find that that saves me time. And the other thing it allows me to do is to separate my tasks as manager time and maker time. So manager time is when you're kind of managing your business and maker time is when you're doing the thing that you're creating in your business. So for example, if you're a hairstylist, your management jobs would be things like looking at the sales numbers and planning the week ahead and your maker time would be actually doing people's hair. Or for me in my coaching business, the manager tasks are reviewing sales, um, looking at financial forecasts, seeing how I'm going against my plan. And the maker time is creating content, recording a podcast like this one. And I don't like to mix those things together. I feel like when I'm in the creative zone, I want to be doing all creative tasks kind of back to back. And when I'm in the manager mode, then I can focus on all of the more administrative tasks. And I find I'm the least productive if I have to try and switch between manager and maker tasks. Okay, so once I've had a go at planning my whole week, I've put everything, I've done a brain dump, I've looked at anything that's coming up, any appointments, anything I've said I would do for anyone, and I have a look at my overall week. And because I am really love using different colored pens or different colored um, categories when I'm using an online calendar, it's really easy for me to check what I'm spending my time doing and if I'm happy with it. So rather than getting to the end of the week and then reflecting and thinking, oh, did I spend enough time on this or that, which is also a valuable exercise, I really actually want to just set myself up so that I will spend time in the right areas. So that means that I look at my calendar and I see, okay, there's not much yellow here and yellow is time with the kids. So I really need to have another look at that and make sure that I, I have that time in there. And like, is it balanced? Do I have too much of one category or not enough of another category? And are there categories that are missing from my goals or what I would like to achieve in my life? And because I want to kind of be spending time every week on moving forward for myself in my businesses. And so everything needs to be planned in there. And while it looks a little bit crazy when you look at the overall plan and it is so detailed and so clear, it actually makes me feel really calm about the week because I no longer have to think about it. I don't have to think about what's happening tomorrow. My watch will just remind me of something when it's coming up. And I can always think like, oh, thank you past me for organizing my week so well so that I'm able to tick off all of these things. Or sometimes I just move between tasks because I'm kind of in a routine from doing the same things every week. And then my watch will say like, oh, you're supposed to be exercising. And I think, oh, excellent. I am already exercising. Thank you. So it's sort of like helps me to put habits in place and then also helps me to be accountable. 
I am definitely an obliger. If you want to have a look at um, Gretchen Rubin's model, The Four Tendencies, it talks about the way that different people respond to expectations. So there's obligers, upholders, questioners, and rebels. Um, and the majority of people are obligers, which is what I am. And they're people who readily respond to external expectations and other people's demands over the top of their own. And so something that's really worked for me with the calendar is that like, I think of my calendar as a person separate to myself. And so when I've made a commitment to my calendar, it is actually stronger for me than just thinking, oh yeah, I'll do that sometime this week. If I've made a commitment and I've said what time I'm going to do it and I put it in the calendar, it creates an external accountability for me so that I actually feel like, oh, I don't want to let down my plan. And that helps me to be more accountable and do what I set out to do. Because I know some people are really great at planning, but then the execution isn't there and then you don't really get the benefit. So if you're interested in trying any of these techniques, um, I've got a little download for you that you can get. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's a weekly planner download and you can access it at themindsetcorner.com forward slash planner. And it has some instructions in there and a very basic layout for um, coming up with a plan for your week and kind of brain dumping all of the items that you want to make sure that you have in there. So the mindset hack for this week is plan your week in advance and create an ideal week plan that's recurring to save you starting your weekly plan from scratch. Thanks for joining me today on the Mindset Corner. If you're enjoying the episodes, please share it with your friends on socials. And if you loved today's episode, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you choose to listen. It really helps people find the podcast. If you would like to learn more, visit themindsetcorner.com. There you can check out my current five-day course, Lost to Mind Boss, which is always available for you to lift up your mindset to the next level. Okay, see you next time and have a fantastic day.